your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. language and speech and you know, it's kind of what we do here isn't it and uh, as a result we we love it but if you have a child for example who you might be concerned about um, the speech and uh, language development um, process uh, then uh, we have someone who might be able to help uh, speech and language therapist Emma Ryan um, has uh, written a book self-published it called Anna's Big Shopping Adventure, which I love in and of itself. And she is with me in the studio now to tell us a bit more about it. Good morning to you. How are you doing? Thanks so much for having me on. What a great name for a book. How did you pick it? Yeah, that's actually a funny story. So I, it's a book about shopping. So that part was self-explanatory. But I started writing this book back in April. And then my lovely grandmother actually passed away in May. So I named it after her. Um, so that's where the Anna came from as Nana was fondly known by by all of her family and friends. Um, So Anna's Big Shopping Adventure, yeah. And I suppose I wanted a nice, easy name for children with language and delays, or I suppose children who have that little bit more difficulty acquiring language. I wanted them to be able to say it and to be able to understand what it means. And shopping is such a universal thing that it kind of fit the bill. Mm. I mean, there are children who naturally pick up very quickly on language and maybe there's most of us in the middle as kids who get there over time in in quite a natural way. But it must be really difficult when it it becomes an issue for a child. Absolutely. So it's one of those things where you don't know much about it until you're in the unfortunate situation. Um, So like that, lots of kids, you know, they start babbling and they start talking. The next thing they're using sentences and they're flying it by the time they're in school. And then there are some children who you might notice that they're not listening to you or you might notice that you don't really understand what they're saying. And it raises concerns that their speech and language development isn't quite as it should be. So what happens is you see your public health nurse or you see your GP, you get referred to speech and language therapy service. Um, eventually. Eventually. That's where, yeah, that's where the problem lies kind of at the moment. So there are thousands and thousands of families across Ireland at the moment who can't access the service. So they have applied or been referred um, for speech and language therapy. But because of the backlog from COVID, the waiting lists are really long. There's also shortages of staff in the HSE at the moment. Um, so between one thing and the next, it literally takes about two to three years for children to be seen. And even when they are seen, they could have another six to 18 month wait for therapy. Aima, I mean, as a speech and language therapist, what is the potential impact on a child of that length of delay? Mm -hmm. It's huge. So when a child is really young, their brain is firing constantly, forming all these connections because your brain is still growing even when you've left the womb. Um, So your brain is growing, forming these connections. And basically, the more connections that they form the more information that child will be able to take in as they grow up. Whereas if those connections aren't used when they're very small, they don't form. They they fall and, away. And can I ask, I mean, is that one mm-hmm. of the reasons that, you know, and it's increasingly the case in Ireland where you might have, you know, a, a Polish woman married to an Irish man or mm-hmm. vice versa or whatever, and two languages are spoken in the home and the kids pick up on both languages so quickly. Yes. And is, is that part of what we're Absolutely, talking Absolutely, yeah. So... 
because they're picking up two languages all the time when they're younger, there can sometimes be a little bit of concern that, you know, they're not able for two languages or, oh, well, she's not talking yet, you know, is she understanding this one or this one? But actually their brain is forming all those connections for both languages, which is just a bigger job. Um, so it just takes That's a little amazing. bit longer. And then the next of all, they come out with these these words and these sentences in both languages. And they have that kind of double ability. Yeah, because I've seen in homes, you know, where one parent will speak to the children in his or her native mm. language and the other, if it happens to be English, will in, and, and it is amazing to see how natural the whole thing becomes. Absolutely. And so... Um, so necessary as well you know a child needs to be able to communicate with both families to keep those connections and if for example they have a family in Poland who speak Polish they need to be able to speak Polish to keep those relationships with their family of course they do mm-hmm. yeah we're chatting to speech and language therapist Emma Ryan about uh, her book Anna's big shopping adventure so a frustrated parent understandably can't get the speech and language mm-hmm. therapy as soon as they would wish how can this book help This book is designed to enable and empower parents to help their children at home. So if your child has been referred or if you're kind of on the fence wondering, you know, is there a delay here? This book could be could be for you. It could help. This book outlines three key strategies that helps parents to I suppose, encourage more language development and encourage more participation from their children while reading. So this book is about Anna. She goes off to the shop. She does her shopping. At the start of the book, there are three strategies um, that are outlined. The parents read them beforehand, kind of come to grips with them. And then throughout the children's book, as you're reading with your child, there are little prompts in the book that tell you where, when and how to use each strategy. Okay, there's a lot in that, but just Mm. give me a simple example that might illustrate it for listeners. One example is that there are key words highlighted in the book. So, for example, shop is one. And if you use signing with your child, so a lot of children who have a known disability might use law of signs. So you will sign those words with your child to help their comprehension of the book. Okay. And what about the speech part, if you see what I mean then? Mm -hmm. The speech part then is those key words need to be repeated. So if you hear those words over and over and over again, you're going to learn that word an awful lot faster and you're going to retain it in your memory a lot more Um, so all of that repetition and also waiting that's another strategy waiting for your child to participate so you say something and usually when you're reading a book you go on so fast to the next page that the child doesn't actually get a chance to to show you what they can do so if you give them a second 10 seconds even just to process what you've said they'll often actually come out with a a word or they'll point to the picture or they'll do something Mm. that you wouldn't have expected because they have that opportunity okay and you've poured your expertise obviously as a speech and language therapist into Anna's big shopping Mm -hmm. adventure how did you get interested in this area yourself Emer? it has always been a career goal of mine to write a children's book but I suppose what made me feel like now was the right time was that I have three first cousins with an autism diagnosis and I also work for Down Syndrome Tipperary so I work specifically with children with Down Syndrome and seeing those two different disabilities and the difference between access to services so somebody with Down Syndrome is you know quite lucky in that most counties have a Down Syndrome Ireland branch to access but the children with autism actually didn't so the inconsistency across the board was just 
remarkable. And also, you know, it is so stressful for parents. There's so much talk in the media now about mental health. And I'm talking about mental health, not only for the children, but for the parents. You know, you're fighting this battle for what is essentially basic human rights to communication, to a quality of life. And parents are constantly fighting, not getting anything for that fight. So I felt that now was the right time to bring in the book so that parents can have some kind of a tool for practical guidance while they're waiting. And speech and language therapy itself, how did you get interested in that area? Oh, um, I kind of became interested because a lot of the subjects in the the course kind of appealed to me. So I loved the idea of healthcare. Um, I loved languages. I loved Irish in particular. Um, and all of the modules kind of, you know, tailored to my, my interests, I suppose. Mm. Now, I was really unsure about it going in, but luckily I loved it from the first day. So I was quite lucky that way. And um, it's a really... Um, rewarding job. You get to work with children and adults. A lot of people don't realise you work with adults. You get to work with people and give them skills that increase their quality of life so much. I think this book will give a lot of hope to families who are in this situation and are waiting a long time to access speech and language therapy. Where can they get Anna's big shopping adventure? They can get the book on the book depository, on Amazon, on buythebook.ie or if you contact the Down Syndrome Tipperary branch, I'll sort out getting a copy out to you. Fantastic. Well, listen, thanks for coming in this morning. Uh, well done on all the work and we look forward to chatting to you about it again because this is a subject that comes up, I can tell you, from time mm. to time on the Limerick Today show for the reasons that you've outlined. Speech and language therapist, Emer Ryan, uh, thank you. Thanks, Joe. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.